Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Tuesday to the Ticketverse out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. I am Jake Bakoven. He is Enrique Alvarez Clary, as uh, as the big man, the big boys just said. But I like to repeat it just in case you didn't hear it. Uh, and we will have a great show lined up for you. Lots Whoa. to talk about. Don't 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 you know put the expectations so uh, high there, Bob. We have an, a mediocre show planned out for you. Okay, well that's too low. Oh. We have a show. We have a show, <laughs> uh, and it may be good, it may be bad, but uh, we'll just keep going with it. Um, it can't be too bad because there's plenty to talk about. That is true. Uh, with the with the championship game last night, uh, of course NFL playoffs around the corner. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Husker hoops getting back into action against mm-hmm. Illinois tonight. There. We'll hit on that in a little bit, but I did want to start off, uh, Rico, with this question. How many uh, games would TCU win if they played an SEC schedule this year? Ooh, who's how many, schedule? How, about, how many losses? Who's schedule? Say? Just give me a random team, and I'll check Just their schedule. a random schedule. Just name a random SEC team. Uh, let's go with uh, Florida. Florida? Yeah. Well, that gives it the... Uh, nope, too late. All right, darn it. I should have put them in the SEC West. Nope, it's too late. Because in Texas, geographically, they'd probably be in the, in no. the West. Well, you don't know that because Missouri, Just give them Texas A&M Missouri is in the East. Oh, that's true. <laughs> give them Texas A&M schedule. Texas though. A&M. Okay, well, now yeah. I have to look up Texas A&M schedule. No, okay. They didn't play Georgia. Maybe just keep with no, Florida it, No, it's too late. <laughs> you keep telling me to change things. I'm going Texas A&M schedule. We'll just go with this. Okay. All right, their 2022 football schedule. Uh, Sam Houston. Yeah. TCU wins. Appalachian State. TCU yeah. wins. TCU wins. Yeah. Texas A&M lost. Yes. <laughs> TCU wins. Miami, Texas A&M beat them 17-9. I think TCU beats Miami. Yeah. Arkansas, at the time, number 10 Arkansas. Turns out Arkansas, not a top 10 program. Not, not like it, yeah. um, based on yeah, – TCU wins that one. Mississippi State, TCU wins. Alabama, <laughs> TCU probably TCU loses. Uh, By week, they beat South Carolina – South they, Carolina? They beat South Carolina. Mm. This was before South Carolina's offense figured it that out. That could be true, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Ole Miss at the time was 15. TCU. Florida, this is after Anthony Richardson was not good anymore. <laughs> TCU. Auburn, TCU. UMass, because, you know, you oh, got to have go, that yeah. in there. TCU. LSU, this was number five TC, number five LSU. Were they number five? This seems wrong. This yeah, because the 2022. They, then they lost at the end. Uh, oh, they did. You're yeah. right. You're LSU right. LSU did sneak up there for You're a right. hot minute there. TCU probably doesn't win that one. No. So you just give them an extra loss throughout the yeah. season. Apparently, Texas yeah. A&M beat them. I think that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's Texas how A&M beat them 38-23. Yeah. 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 I don't think TCU beats them. So TCU has two losses with an <laughs> SEC schedule. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's... this isn't the hardest SEC schedule. Yeah, that lessens my What about Georgia's schedule next year? How does TCU fare? Yeah. Because that schedule. It's not bad. But the point, I guess, when Georgia's, I walk away from this, and I'm Bob, sorry to say this. Georgia's going to three-peat because their schedule is garbage. They might. They might. They need to find a new quarterback. But, I mean, they replaced, like, they don't need, like eight NFL oh, draft. Yeah, it's like, okay, find another, year. find a new quarterback. And this is, so this is my thing that, you know, I, I can admit it now because Nathan's not here anymore and I doubt he's listening. Stetson Bennett is a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. He's, he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, I don't think he'll do 
anything in the NFL. I think he'll be a career backup, but like a solid, like a spot starter from time to time. He'll win a couple games, but nothing. He won't be like a solid starter for years to go. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. Um, But Georgia, with the athletes that they have, although their receiving core was down this year, still a solid receiving core, two of the best tight ends in the country, an amazing offensive line, fantastic running backs, even though their running back room was down. It's by committee. Yeah, running back and wide receiver down for Georgia is still, like, the best wide receiver and running back room for (laughs) a lot of other schools. A lot of conferences. So... Um, although they had a down year in those two areas, they still had amazing athletes at those positions. So, honestly, you could plug just about any quarterback in there, and and they would have success. Yeah, I think a lot of it too. Is if it, you put Max Duggan with that Georgia roster, oh, he has a lot of success. I think. Yeah, I think they're even better. I mean, I I like. I th- that's the problem. Stetson Bennett is still um, the legacy question is interesting because Stetson Bennett's still going to be. Forever, because he's not going to probably do much in the NFL. He's mm-hmm. not very big. The original walk-on, all the help that he had, is probably not going to be granted a whole lot of like an all-timer type of like the situation. He's a college football legend. He's a college football legend. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, back to back, I, you, that doesn't happen very often. As you saw with all the graphics that they made yesterday, it's only been three teams before Georgia last night that have gone back to back. Uh, yeah, since well, they they did the cutoff since the nineties, yeah, since the nineties, yeah, which is weird because Nebraska did it twice. I appreciate that they cut it off with the Nebraska, but that was weird because a lot of their stats went back to the BCS yeah era and on. But for that stat, they're like, let's include Nebraska. We all they're like, ah, we'll throw Tommy. We well, that. <laughs> well, it was it was quarterbacks that have gone back to back. Nebraska yeah. in seventy seventy one, it was a different quarterback, wasn't it? Uh, I believe so, but either way, I I don't I just don't think they were going that. Well, that back. one they were just doing for that la- that final that stat. Last graphic, that yeah. was just quarterbacks that have gone back to back. Yeah, and those are the only four quarterbacks that have gone back to back. Which was Tommy Frazier, AJ McCarron, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. No, Tim Tebow didn't go back to back. Are you? Sh- oh yeah, you're right. He won two, but he didn't go back to back. Yeah, it was uh, Matt Liner. Matt Liner, you're right. Stetson Matt Liner, and then Stetson Bennett. Yeah, it's a weird group of quarterbacks <laughs> but it's weird I mean that's where Stinson Bennett has kind of put himself and it, it's 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 just odd because it, it it's crazy what one game can do to the narrative of the season even for me like going in that college football playoffs I was like I'm not sure if one of these if one of these teams is significantly better than the next mm-hmm. I'm still not sure of that because Georgia barely beat Ohio State, right? With a with a game-winning field goal there. That yeah. was now, as we look back at it, the de facto national championship game. Um, but what you can do, unfortunately, for those that, that hate hate this conference, the SEC seems to continue to reign supreme. Yeah, I good. don't know how much... Again, I, Nate would do a good job of trying to argue with me. I wouldn't say a good job, but he just would ignore facts. It this is it it's there. Yeah. It's I'm sorry, no, but it's there again. This was kind of a down year for them, but even the two like this was so it a down year, this was probably the most balanced that the SEC has been, and that's considered a down year. Yeah. Because they had one dominant team. Alabama lost twice in the SEC, which never happens. Um so they had one dominant team in Georgia and then everybody else was solid, but they would still beat the top level of just about every other conference minus maybe the Big Ten, but even then, Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State lost. Granted, it was, you know, they should have won, but they lost, and Michigan lost to a team that got their doors blown off of them. Yeah, and for the Big 12, it's a bad look, too, because, uh, you know, the Kansas State dream got squashed by Alabama yeah. and TCU. The top, the top, not even the top two teams in the SEC, the top team and then the third best team in the SEC technically yeah. – 
speaking, if you're going by the fact that LSU was in the championship game and did yeah. beat Alabama. Alabama's the third best team, I would say, in the SEC. Tennessee's got a pretty good argument for that. And they even. blew the doors off of the best team in the Big 12. Yeah. And then Georgia blew the doors off of the second best team in the Big 12. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it, it was something. Uh, and, and certainly uh, there's a lot to break down from it. I'll go through my list of kind of things because kind of had some different thoughts there. Uh, first of all, now that the, the playoffs – um, are, are done for now. The SEC against non-SEC, did you see this stat uh, since the college football playoffs started? No. The SEC against non-SEC teams in the college football playoffs is 14-3. and three. I don't know what just happened. I don't know what's going Sorry. on over there, too. I these think guys, they're hurt. These guys are laughing about something. You guys good? What's going on? <laughs> you guys okay? This. Oh, he oh. hit his head. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. Mark hit his head, apparently. Uh, okay, sorry. Go on with your stats. Sorry, I got uh, distracted. Fourteen and three. The SEC is now since the college football playoffs started against mm. non-SEC teams. That is not a great stat for other conferences. <laughs> it's not. And really, like this is cra- I know well, so Clemson's got two of those wins. Right, Clemson. It's basically take out Clemson, and they've beaten everybody uh, except for Ohio State beat Alabama. Mm. With the there first you go. Year. There's your three. Yeah. Um, and so you know you it, it, you can easily pick that apart. And I don't want to be again. I don't want to just be like the guy that just props up the SEC. I just want to be the guy that will be. sits in reality. And I have to fight this battle all year long with you guys. So when this finally happens, it's just kind of <laughs> like, guys, look at the stats. I mean, I you, again, you can argue maybe one year it's, the, the conference isn't as strong as it was a couple years ago or whatever. But uh, now nah, the SEC is not the best conversation have the best teams. <laughs> right. They or just have they just have always the, the argument too. Four best teams. They're not the deepest. No, they have the four best teams in the nation who just happen to win every single year. Uh but the but the other conferences are better. And by other I just mean the Big 10. <laughs> right. The ACC is it's not the Pac-12 is not the Big 12 is definitely not. But when we steer into the off-season, remember the off-season conversation kind of turns into the future of college football. And mm-hmm. I suppose we're probably with the college football playoff locked in. Um, you, you don't have to kind of think about the SEC. But at one time, there was a thought um, from that conference to maybe we just have our own championship. We just kind mm-hmm. of do our own thing. Big Ten SEC championship. Yeah. And, uh, and the Big Ten still wouldn't plus, fare too well. Plus Clemson and Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's again, um, you know, the best football is, is, is being played in the South, and it's been that way for 20 years, and uh, we'll see if something kind of changes to shift that, but I don't see it necessarily happening too soon. I, the, uh, the only way that that shifts is if better recruits start coming out of northern states. But right now, usually – the best recruits are coming out of southern states, and it's a lot easier to go somewhere closer to home, somewhere where your parents can drive to, or, or you know, a very short, cheap flight um, to, to catch your game. The weather's nice all year round; you don't yeah. have to worry about snow and a big old winter coat. So, until something changes on on the recruiting circle, the recruiting side of things, I mean, the southern teams are just going to, to dominate every single year. It's just, I mean, that's just how it is, and that's kind of what you're seeing in in sports that are played. Outside is the Southern teams dominate because at the same time they can practice those sports outside throughout the entire year. Like you can have football camps in Texas and Alabama, Georgia, Florida all year round. But in Ohio or Pennsylvania, Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, it gets to, you know, December through early March. Heck, you know, late October to early March. Yeah. 
you can't really go outside and practice. You're inside practicing, especially up in Minnesota where it's, you know, getting into the negatives real quick. You don't want to be out there and, and subject yourself to that for an extended period of time. So that yeah. that that kind of puts a damper on on how good you can actually get in comparison to those southern states. Well, and you know, the opposite can be said about hockey recruiting. A lot of a lot of good hockey players from the northern states, not a lot of great ones from the southern exactly. states. Exactly. That's uh, you know, why would weather you, plays a factor. Why would you go inside and skate on ice when you can just be outside? <laughs> I ain't going to go inside and skate on ice. Uh, again, for the, the SEC, again, the 13th team in the last 17 seasons, uh, the, the 13th time the SEC has won the, the championship. So this is not a small um, scale. Yeah, but how many size. teams? <laughs> well, you got Alabama. Georgia. Georgia. LSU, LSU. Auburn. That's it. That's probably it. That's it. Yeah. Florida was before. But again, it, that, that's sometimes the argument, too, for a long time was like, well, it's not the SEC, it's just Alabama. Okay, well, now Georgia's certainly, now it's just, well, now it's just Alabama and Georgia. LSU, during that, that time period, at least since 2003, has won three national championships with three different coaches. They're like the most bounce-back ability yeah. program anywhere that, that you just can't take your eyes off. Of. Since 2000, how many northern states have won a national champion championship? Well, I think they mentioned this on the broadcast. Yeah, Ohio State. Yep. Uh, that would be it for North, uh, Southern Cal's out west. That o- doesn't count. That doesn't count. Nope. O- Oklahoma that's is south. That's they, south. If you have a Waffle House, you're south. <laughs> okay. Oklahoma has Waffle Houses. <laughs> so I think you're just Ohio State, right? That's it. That's it. The yeah. only the only northern state. Yeah. And they've won it twice since 2000. Yeah. Just wait till they play the the, the championship in, in Milwaukee uh, in the middle of January. Yeah, that's what January. somebody on the text line is saying. Play playoff games in New York, Indy, and Minnesota. No. <laughs> because if you think about it, the uh, <laughs> the traffic that's going to be, you know, if it if there's a snowstorm, if there's, you know, bad inclement weather in, in New York or Indianapolis or Minnesota, it's gonna it's gonna hamper the the fan base. It's gonna hamper the teams possibly getting to the stadium. And then you know I understand that two of those are indoor stadiums, yeah. but again the the travel to get there is is a problem. And I just I understand they're all domes, but the travel to get there if there's if there's a problem, what if the teams can't get out of the hotel if there's a massive snowstorm? So you just play it down south where the weather's nice all the time and they're still in domes. Yeah, it's not nice all the time, but most of the time. Right. At in in January, the weather in Arizona is better than the weather in Minnesota. That's correct. <laughs> Almost every day, every year, you can make that bet. Uh, also, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, until you get to the home site playoff games, then that's going to be then, that is going to be a blast, and we might see it, it, it kind of turn around a little bit there because it is there is. I know that that argument gets brought up all the time. There is some validity to it though. Like in the Big Ten. You've got to somewhat set your program up to withstand those type of games in November. Um, and, you know, you always look forward to your bowl trip to go down and play in Florida or something. And Terrell mm-hmm. would say the same thing, being from a cold-weather state mm-hmm. like Nebraska. He wants the Bulls to be that, to go out and play in a, in a good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that you don't have – you at least have one snow game every, you know, Black Friday or, or that weekend in the Big Ten. Like I understand, like, and and I'm also you know excited for home playoff games, but at the same time, if you're Nebraska and you're you know making it back, if you're a Nebraska fan and Nebraska's making it back to the playoff, and they're like, okay, uh, two playoff games in Memorial Stadium. Granted, the atmosphere is going to be amazing, um, and then you have to go to Minnesota for the championship <laughs> game. 
I mean, wouldn't you rather yeah. go down to Atlanta? Wouldn't you rather go down to Miami or or Phoenix? You, as a fan, yeah. Out to L.A.? Like, as yeah. a fan. I mean, as a player. like well, As a player, yeah. That's, that's I would true. also, because you're there for a week, maybe two weeks. So you're going to be out and about. And you want to be out what and about. We, we, what <laughs> we need in this program is guys that want to play in the snow well, in you January. Do. You do want to play. No, you want to play in the snow in December. <laughs> and then you want to play in a dome in January. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the Honda Lincoln Hotline where Bob is waiting. Bob, how's it going? Hey, it's going all right, guys. Hey, you know, this goes beyond, way, way, way beyond 2000, okay? Back before the back before Nebraska started uh, turning the corner back in the mid-'90s, okay? Mm-hmm. The, that was the argument back then, okay? Oklahoma, or, um, Nebraska couldn't compete with Miami and, and, I, um, and Florida State because they were Southern schools, okay? Mm-hmm. It comes down. Getting the corner, turning the corner, okay, and getting physical, getting the players, and you know Nebraska can compete with them, but they got to get this turned around, okay. It wasn't until the nineties, mid nineties, okay. I remember, I remember back in ninety three, uh, before the ninety, uh, before the ninety three championship game when they played Florida State. I was in Lincoln, and it was oh, and it was past midnight, and you had uh, some uh, national um, radio station uh, or, um, program on, and they were talking about how Florida State was just going to wipe the wipe up Nebraska. Mm. I called them at that at that time, and I told them that Nebraska was going to beat Florida State, and that and uh, I gave my argument. Um, after I hung up, the, uh, the guy called, uh, the next caller goes, well, you should have bet that Bob back in Lincoln. He goes, I would have, but I didn't want to take his money. Okay. I turned the program off. Okay? <laughs> didn't listen to it again until after Florida State, until the Nebraska game. Okay. And then when I called back up, I said, I told you. He said, well, if you had been listening two weeks prior, I, I said Nebraska could win this. I said, then what changed your mind? Okay. So Nebraska gets this thing together. They've got a good recruiting class. I love what I have heard uh, from this coaching staff, starting with uh, Matt Rule. And, you know, the more I hear about it, the more I've got faith in that this thing can get turned around this year. All right. Okay, Bob. Thanks for the call, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Uh, it is Now, now I understand we're talking national championships in northern states. Um Nebraska's not going to make the national championship game next year. No. They're not going to make the national championship game in two years. Hey, what are you, Nostradamus over there? Nobody thought TCU was going to make it going into last year. That is true. <laughs> They're not going to make it in two years. After that, it's anybody's guess. Hmm. I'm just saying it's not going to happen. I mean, look, he was talking about the, the 90s, about you know northern teams and Nebraska turning the corner. So I went back to the 70s. The, the last time Nebraska uh, doubled up, you got you know northern team there. Uh, two years after that, Notre Dame. Uh, three years after that, Pittsburgh. After that, Notre Dame. Uh, a bunch of southern states in 82, Penn State. 84, Brigham Young. Uh, 86, Penn State. So northern teams were doing 88, Notre Dame. Northern teams were doing just fine. Yeah. And then time. something happened. Mm-hmm. After, you know, in the 90s, uh, after Nebraska went uh, three for four 
And uh, Tennessee, Florida State, Oklahoma, Miami, Ohio State, a bunch of Southern teams, mm -hmm. and then Ohio State in 2014, and some more Southern teams. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's been that run. But again, I always always argue that, and I know that it wasn't as rare as it is today. But that's again what makes Tom Osborne so great. If you just look at numbers, if you just want to compare, and um, then maybe he he's just on the. I don't, it depends on how you look at it. Top five coach, but you can argue some other guys. Mm -hmm. But if you take into consideration the fact that he did it at Nebraska, it's impressive. <laughs> it's, it's, That's it's more impressive. Quite impressive, yeah. Um, so and 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 you know Bob Devaney before him, he did he get get hand over a pretty good situation. But mm -hmm. um, for that longevity to to do what they did, and I I think too what gets underrated for a long time is the weight. Twenty two years to actually cross that finish line and win the national championship. Um, you know, sometimes we overlook that if you didn't live through it, you just kind of think, yeah, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Well, he, he, you know, he needed to really get some swings in there at the end yeah. <laughs> um, and, and get the national championship before he was considered that. Uh, again, uh, we've we got to take a break, but there's like more to talk about with that because it does like Kirby Smart winning two and back to back's great, but just two in general puts him in uh, a quite a different category as far as coaches all time. His legacy last night. You see what night. David Pollock said straight to Nick Saban's face? <laughs> yeah, that too. Georgia is running college football. Saban could not have rolled his eyes any harder. Yeah, he did not. It's going to be interesting what that. 2023 holds for Georgia and Alabama. Well, and Georgia's the favorite. Yep, I hope that Georgia has to go through Alabama next year. The, the they fact they, they didn't to, play yeah. this year. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, the, the problem is they're going to face, face each other in the SEC championship more than likely, hopefully. Um, and the loser of that is still going to be in the playoff. That's right. As long as neither one has a loss going into it. Just wait till there's 12 team playoffs and they. And then those, we get them both. Games don't matter. Doesn't matter. And then yeah. you'll get Georgia, Alabama every year, just like you want, Bob. There you go. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll talk more. We also have Nebraska basketball. Nebraska football got a commit last night. We'll bring that up as well next on the Water Cooler 93.7 The Ticket.